0: There are some services you just enjoy doing and, uh, this is one of those services. We have our annual family camp that is a blast to do. Having the church family come together for three days and this is one of those times that I enjoy. I don't have a lot to do except for playing guitar, singing and all that. But, um, many message out of Pastor John tonight, mostly our church serving one another, singing Christmas carols, hymns, praise songs. And tonight, as it always should be, it's about Jesus. And Father, we thank you for this evening that you've brought us together, both those that are with us watching online and those who are physically in the building. We do pray, Lord, that we would know the sense that it is all about you, that the Holy Spirit would fill our hearts with just the praise and adoration in celebrating the coming of our Savior in this tonight and over the next few days, Lord, as Christmas is upon us, we pray, Lord, your blessing be upon each of our families. And we pray, Lord, that your blessing be upon this church. Now be with us tonight, Lord, as we read scripture, sing carols and receive communion. May it bless you and may we also greatly be blessed. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. From the time of from the time of Adam and Eve disobeyed God and brought sin into the world, God promised to send a Messiah, an anointed one, to defeat Satan and save his people from their sins. Genesis 3:15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and
1: between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and
2: he you shall bruise his heel, Genesis
3: 3:15. Including when he would arrive and from what family he would come, Genesis 49:10. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff between his feet, until he to whom it belongs shall come, and the obedience of the nations shall be his, Genesis 49:10. Isaiah 40, 3, 3 5 The voice of the crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Micah 5:2. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet you out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth are from of old, from everlasting. Micah 5:2. 2, 1 through 7, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria, so all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke 2,
1: 1-7. Luke chapter 2, verses 8-14. through 14. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over the flo- their flock by night. lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14.
0: So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told them, Luke 2:15 through 20.
3: Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who, who will shepherd my people Israel. Matthew 2, 1-6 Matthew 2, verses 1-12 Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Matthew 2, 7-12 out of Egypt I called my son. Matthew 213 through 15
1: Philippians 2, 5-8 Let this be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in, the form, coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. Philippians 2,
3: 5-8. Galatians 3:13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16
0: How in the world am I supposed to follow that? (laughs) We're going to take a few minutes just to do a Christmas communion reflection. There was a verse that was kind of rattling around in my mind concerning this. And thinking about Jesus coming as a babe and thinking about the culture in so many societies of that day and even the culture of our own day, in many ways, in a sad way, of offering child sacrifices... And it was quite common in that era for such things to take place. But there's a verse of Scripture that while Jesus came as a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, He was at that moment still and is God incarnate. He was the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us, as John tells us in John 1.14. He was also Emmanuel, God with us, as Matthew tells us in Matthew 1:23. Though fully God, as a babe in the manger, Jesus had not yet been tested. Isaiah 28:16 says, "Therefore, thus says the Lord God: Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation." Whoever believes will not act hastily. Now, word for tried there, it can have three different meanings from the Hebrew. We can think about this as one who is elect or one who is chosen by God. Sometimes it means to prove or to put someone or something to a test. And it can also be the elect of God. And it is Jesus Christ who fills this. He is that tried stone. He is the elect of God. He is the chief cornerstone of our faith. And as the elect, it means to gather or to pick out. As the elect of God, Jesus is precious. He is more esteemed. He is to be held in honor. Therefore, as believers, Jesus who is precious to God, should also be precious to us. So they lived in a culture, not necessarily at the time of Jesus, but it had been in Israel's history as well where child sacrifice was acceptable. But for God, this was not acceptable. God did not send His only begotten Son as a child then to have His life taken. We read about this earlier with the angel coming to Joseph in a dream and uh, that refugee king that Joseph along with Mary and Jesus fled to Egypt to prevent Jesus's death by the hand of King Herod for a baby to be sacrificed in many of the pagan cultures at that time. It was not an unusual thing, but Jesus was a tried stone jesus had to be tested in first peter 2 7 and 8 it says but those to those who are disobedient the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense they stumble being disobedient to the word to which they were also appointed that disobedience it merely means the unbelieving, implying that the unbeliever has had full opportunity to believe in the Word of God. They have heard the Word, but they have rejected it for that day in the time of Christ. Many had seen Jesus, especially once He began His three years of ministry in that area of Israel throughout the Galilee. They had seen the mighty Miracles of Jesus, they had heard him teach, but many willfully rejected. And to these, the chief cornerstone then became a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense, because they were being disobedient to the word of God. And whether a Jew or a Gentile, we are to obey the word through faith in Jesus Christ. But to those who reject Jesus, well, he becomes that Stone of stumbling, a rock of offense. Isn't it interesting that in our culture today, there are many who can use the name of Jesus in such a way that it's offensive to us who believe. And in our culture, they say that's totally fine. You can blaspheme the name of Jesus, but if you use the name of Jesus in the intent that God has for it to proclaim the name of Jesus before others, then you are looked down upon in our society many times. To a point that we are even limiting using the name of Jesus in our culture. I've been very insistent of wishing people, especially when I'm out and about in the stores at a restaurant, which I haven't been to too many of those, um, at the bank today, this is the first time that this had happened to me. I have been pretty insistent to wish Merry Christmas to the people who are helping me, waiting on me, uh, whatever the service might be, to wish them a Merry Christmas. The number one answer that I received back from them, same to you. It's like, you can't say Christmas? I don't say that to them, but... For the first time at the bank, now this gal knows me there at the bank. When I broke my neck earlier this year, uh, my daughter was bringing the church deposits in, and after several weeks, they it's like, "What's up? Where's your dad?" And uh, so she told them what took place, and so this gal took in her time to write a little note to, uh, you know, a get well card. So she knows I'm a pastor. She knows our church and she wished me a Merry Christmas. First time that's happened where the person at the place I'm going to, whether a restaurant, a store, or this happened to be a bank, where they beat me to the (laughs) punchline. Hey, I'm supposed to wish the Merry Christmas. Tonight's Christmas communion, we find that We live in a culture that, for many, they have tried Jesus in their minds. Maybe they haven't really legitimately tried Jesus to really ponder the things of the Word of God, to try to come to a true understanding of just who Jesus is. But like in the days of Christ, many in our day as well, They have become disobedient. That stone becomes a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense. They hate to hear the name of Jesus if used in a positive way, but they love to use the name of Jesus if used in a negative way. When I thought about Jesus being tried and tested, it wasn't as a babe in the manger, but as a man, as the Son of Man. His favorite uh, phrase about himself In pagan cultures, for a season in Israel's culture, children were sacrificed to appease their gods. And when Israel was sacrificing to the gods, it wasn't sacrificing children to uh, the God who created the heavens and the earth, but the pagan deities, especially this one that was first mentioned in the book of Leviticus, Molech, that was a God of the Ammonites of whose land the Israelis were going to come in and to take. And God warned them before they ever entered into the promised land in Leviticus 18:21, You shall not let any of your descendants pass through the fire of Molech, nor shall you profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. And then again in Leviticus 21 through 5, he uses the name of Molech Four times in five verses to warn Israel against worshiping Molech and many generations later. It is exactly what they did. They did not heed the warning of God. They became disobedient to the word of God. God even pronounced death to those who would hide their eyes from the worshipers of Molech. And how serious this was in Leviticus 24. You're not even a worshiper of Molech, but your neighbor is and you know it. And in that culture, you don't let the community know what's going on. You hide your eyes from it. And God said even to that person, they should be put to death. And so the sacrifice of babies to God was and still is a big no. And it was Solomon who was the first to erect an altar to Molech. Solomon being pulled down by his many foreign wives. He built high places to many of the gods of his wives there in Jerusalem, and one was for Molech. In 1 Kings eleven seven and the last good king of Judah, Josiah, he cleansed the land. And in the process of cleansing the land, he destroyed there in the valley of Hinnom, where they sacrificed their children to the fires of Molech in Second 2 Kings 23.10. So understand this, that if Jesus would have died as a baby, in the world at that time, it would not have been an unusual thing. There were many people who sacrificed their babies to the foreign gods, to the pagan gods. But that is not how Jesus was to offer his life. Jesus was to be tested. Not sacrificed as a baby in a manger, but rather as a man who had been tested, proved by God the Father and all humanity. He was first tested by Satan in the wilderness, who came to Jesus at the completion of the 40 days and 40 nights of fast. And when Jesus in Matthew 4.1 tells us that the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He was also tested during his earthly ministry. Jesus was tested by the chief priests, by the scribes, by the Pharisees, by the lawyers and others. They were not testing Jesus to actually see if he was truly the Messiah. For the most case, they were looking for ways in which they might accuse him to bring him to trial. In John 8, 6, it says, this they said, testing him that they might have something of which to accuse them. And finally, before his death, Jesus was tried by the high priest, by the Sanhedrin court, by Herod, the king, and by Pilate. And Peter, referring back to this, after Jesus died, was buried, resurrected, ascended into heaven, Peter, in Acts 4, 8-12, being filled with the Holy Spirit, he said, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man by what means he was made well, let it be known to you all And so all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by the builders and has become the chief cornerstone, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven by which men might be saved. He's that tried stone which the builders rejected. Peter referring to that in Acts 4, referring to Psalm 118, 22 and 23. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Since we are all unable to keep God's law, for we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. God then demonstrated His own love toward us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5:8. And Jesus' death was not a change in God's plan. It had always been part of God's plan. For He, as Scripture tells us in Revelation 13:8, was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, but not as a babe in a manger. But as a man who had been tried, approved, and chosen by God, though Jesus was and is rejected by both Jews and Gentiles to this day, he has now become that chief cornerstone, which is, as the psalmist wrote in Psalm 118, should be marvelous to our eyes. And the reason that we can rejoice and be glad. So tonight as we... Receive communion, thinking about the, Jesus coming as a babe, but realizing that He grew to be a man, as John said, concerning Jesus, that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten Father, full of grace and truth, that Jesus not as a babe, but as a man walked among the people of Israel, shared the gospel of God and the way of salvation and offered His life upon the cross. He died, yes. He was buried, yes. But He rose again from the grave and now offers life to all who will accept Him. And today as we ponder these things as in this next song, receiving the bread and the cup, as we prepare our hearts for this communion tonight, may we remember that Jesus, yes, came as a babe, but it was necessary that He be tried. And He is that tried stone upon which we can build our lives. And Father, we pray that You would just now prepare our hearts as we receive this communion tonight. And we ask, Lord, that You would Minister to our spirits, for we have sinned, we fall short of the glory of God, but we are so thankful, Lord, that you've paid the price of our sin, and tonight we want to do this in remembrance of you, just as you commanded us. We pray in the name of Jesus, amen. All right, as we receive communion tonight, we're reminded that the bread representing the body of Christ. As he said to his disciples to take this bread and eat of it, all of you, this is my body which is broken for you. And He said the same thing about the cup to drink from it, all of you. This is the cup of the new covenant which is given for the remission of sin. And so the Bible tells us a couple of things about communion. We look at it and we Acknowledge that Jesus gave this ordinance to the church before his death. And maybe the disciples, when they received it for the very first time, had no real understanding of what Jesus was talking about. But certainly, after his going to the cross, they gained the understanding of his death, his body being broken, his blood being shed, and then with his glorious resurrection, they we're able to celebrate what Jesus had done and continues to do. So every time we receive communion, we look back to the work that Jesus did on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection. But we're also told in Scripture that as often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So there's also looking forward to Jesus is coming again. And so the confidence that we have in his past work should also give us the confidence that he is coming again to redeem his church, to take them home, to be with him forever. And Father, we take this bread tonight. Representative of your son whose body was broken, we drink of this cup, Lord, representing his blood that was shed for our sins. Knowing, Lord, that It's by his stripes we are healed, and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission or forgiveness of sin. And We take it, Lord, looking back to all that Jesus did, that we might be set free. But also we receive it, Lord, looking forward, that you are coming again, Jesus. And we anticipate that day. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen
3: voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our lord and of his christ and he shall reign forever and ever
2: revelation 11:15 revelation 19:11 through 16 now i saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges and makes war His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Revelation 19, 11 through 16.
3: Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign: Behold, the virgin shall, shall conceive and bear a son, and shall, shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah seven fourteen.
0: these hymns, these praise songs, taking us back to the time, Lord, where you did come as a child, as a babe in a manger. And Father, we thank you that you sent your only begotten Son to pay the penalty of our sin. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that as you grew into a man, as you were tried and tested, you were found to be that tried stone, that Cornerstone upon which we can build our lives. And I pray, Lord, that this Christmas season we would be reminded of these truths over and over again, that our love for You would grow even greater. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Merry Christmas, everybody.